So I saw. Did you see what Destiny talked I, about? Okay, today? I did a little bit. I I didn't see it, but I I saw like something to do with ghosts. Yes. Talk to me about it. I've been at work all day. I mean, same, but I I saw it on break. Yeah, well, you're a fucking better person than I am. <laughs> um. So, you can. So yeah, it's with ghosts and Alexa. Huh. So. I again, I started on break, so it was real quick because it was also trying to eat and upload t- today's podcast. <laughs> all, at, all on break. All on at break. Work. You're welcome, audience. Um, Meanwhile, I was on break and I looked at funny videos that had nothing to do with anything. And oh yeah, forgot to finish the script last <laughs> night. Um, so, for my understanding, my quick understanding is, y- if you have Alexa and one of the ad- fucking Echoes or whatever tower things you can hook it up to your destiny account and save loadouts and like talk to alexa and be like so so you know how i always complain like i'll jump into crucible and be like shit i forgot to put on my crucible loadout or then we'll be playing a bunch of crucible and we'll go do a strike and be like shit i forgot to take off my crucible loadout well from what i saw is you have your loadout and you go hey alexa ask uh, ask Ghost to save my loadout as my Crucible loadout. And then it was... Then it was, uh, do the same thing with, like, a different loadout. And yeah. then he was just like, hey, Alexa, put on my Crucible loadout. And it showed the screen, and it just showed, like, all the things just change. And your the power level just bounced back and forth while it was changing every item. And then it was just done. And I was like, thank you? I have a dot. Yes, please. I know! You have a dot. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, Josh has a dot. I want to try this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. When's it's, it got, When's it implemented? I think it's implemented now. Oh. I mean, I like again. I haven't really looked into it, but yeah. like, we'll have to look into it. But yeah, I have a dot, so like, that's awesome. I could do that. And it was it's in my bedroom and, right now, and like unplugged. But I, I think you could do it with like specific things, like Alexa, equip my Gallahorn, and then it just fucking equips it. Alexa, give me the Red Death. I like how we're just <laughs> saying guns from Destiny One, <laughs> all the cool ones. I mean, you could say Cold Heart. Like I say, I quit my cold heart. Yeah. And I think the ghost speaks. The only thing I, know, I used my Alexa for, my, my dot for, was uh, playing Temperature by Sean Paul. <laughs> like, that's just what, like, it's what I use. Like, I'd walk in my room and be like, hey, Alexa, play Temperature by Sean Paul. <laughs> it's just, like, one of those things that I just, like, did for a month and then got bored of. I only pay, like, 30 bucks for my dot. Yeah. So, like. And it's, it doesn't, it's not a, the normal one where it actually has a speaker in it. So I can play music through it. You have to, you have to hook it up to your Bose thing. My Bose thing that I leave down here. Yeah. She just moved my dot down here. What the fuck was I thinking putting it in my room? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Because like I don't talk in my room. My room's fucking my room. <laughs> we don't speak. We don't yeah, speak fuck there. That. Anyway, yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm gonna just yell at Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> God, I thought when this when this began, it was gonna be like, oh, they they have like a a thing that'll change the voice to fucking the the voice for the ghost. Wouldn't that be cool? Yo, five days till the DLC. Is it actually coming out on the day that they announced? I because I, I haven't know heard anything different. I I'd heard that they delayed it <clears throat> a little bit. Those bastards. But I don't know for sure. Don't whatever quote me on that. I don't know. Welcome to Navi Tales. Yeah, welcome to Navi Tales. Um, we're a, a video game lore podcast. I am smiling like a rose. It's a butter gave me on my birthday.
day deathbed. I am smelling like a rose. Somebody grieve me, cause I'm dead. And Joshua. Yeah, I'm Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and today on Navi Tales, we are going to be talking about both Portal and Portal 2. Woo. Woo. Now, Nick. Yes, Josh. You, you had said that you had played Portal 1, but not Portal 2. Yes. Tis a crime, I know. You dumb. Look, I played Portal 1 on my my girlfriend had that the what is it the the orange box? Yeah. Yeah. She had that. I played Portal in like a day cuz it's not it's not hard, it's not long. I had gotten by the time I was in college, I'd gotten to the point where I could beat Portal in like 40 minutes. Like I'd speed beat it. Runs. I'd beat it. It wasn't like it wasn't even like a speed run. I wasn't using speed run tactics. Yeah. I just like knew where to place everything to get through it super fast. Game's not long. No, it's not. Which is why, like, we're talking about both. Yeah, because it's not. Because it ain't a long game, so we decided, hey, let's talk about both. Let's talk about... Sex, baby. Let's talk like... about me and Nick. I feel like we only sing the same goddamn songs in this podcast. Do we really? You <laughs> edit them. You listen to my voice way more than I do. I really do, unfortunately. Hot. Hot is what I was thinking. But yeah, I played, I didn't play Portal on release. I didn't play Portal until I was in high school when I bought the orange box to play Team Fortress 2 because it looked cool. <laughs> this game looks cool. But then I played all of Half-Life 2 in Portal. Uh, then I went back and played Half-Life 1. Uh, and then I bought Portal 2 on release. And it was amazing. Yeah, no, it was really fun. Portal 2 is a fucking great game. It is. I've seen, I've, I've seen so many playthroughs you've seen all the 2008 memes all the memes all the memes god a fucking one game i got so sick of i can't listen to that still alive song anymore i don't think it's a bad song i just can't fucking listen to it anymore (laughs) like anytime i hear like the like strumming the do 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 i'm just like go fuck yourself (laughs) it's not a bad song i'm just so sick of it because 2009 happened like you right. Ah, fucking game. So, let's dive in. So, Portal begins with Shell, our main character, in something called a relaxation vault. Here is where she is first contacted by GLaDOS. She's floating. <laughs> I get that now. It took a while. It took me a minute. Yeah, she's floating. I wish she was. That'd be more relaxing than where she wakes up. Yeah. Uh, here she is first contacted by GLaDOS, the AI that runs Aperture Science. GLaDOS eventually releases her into the testing area where she receives the Aperture Science handheld portal device, or portal gun. Shell starts going through tests, but as the tests are going on, Shell and by proxy the player realize that no one's in the facility. All of this is GLaDOS's doing. Because it wants to perform more science. However, Shell does stumble upon several areas or dens in the facility where a bunch of insane words are written on the walls by someone else. But Shell continues because cake. Fucking 2008. (laughs) You do all the cake memes. The cake was a lie. (laughs) 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 Sound like Winnie the Pooh. Space. Oh, bother. You know, speaking of like things sounding like things, I I watched uh, the Death Note movie. 
Oh yeah, you texted me like real late about that. Well, it's because I had just finished it. Um, it was actually pretty good. Okay, I've never seen the anime at all. I know everybody gets up in arms because it's not the anime. I thought the movie was decent. Was good. It was pretty. It was pretty good. It I, probably, had some, I had some issues with it, but it was pretty. It good. probably. It's one of those things where like people who are comparing it to the anime probably fucking hate it. Oh yeah, because like I doubt. I knew when this movie was coming out, I was like, oh, this looks really cool visually, but like, it is not going to hold a fucking, not going to hold up against the anime at all. Oh, I'm, and I'm sure it doesn't. And I have like issues that I'm sure are because I feel like the issues I had are because it's an hour and 40 minute movie and not a long series where they had time to like. How many episodes is Death Note? It's fucking long. It's not, it's not like fucking one piece long, but like, it's not short. Yeah. It was just it's the like main issue episodes, I had was I like. Was like they, uh, what's his name? L. Yeah. He, he like jumped. He like had this like hypothesis, and I was like, "How did you? How did you get there?" Yeah, he actually builds the hypothesis. Yeah, so. it was just kind. Of, but it was kind of like out there because like you were dealing with like, like a book that can kill people. It's like supernatural, but like he just like jumped to this hypothesis that like he could, that Kira could kill people with by like knowing their name and just their face i'm just like how did you jump to like this supernatural ish yeah. thing super fast and like this world that was my thing like i get it like i get that like in the anime you probably got to that point yeah. but there was no like build-up that was like my mission but the reason why i want to say this is because uh willem dafoe voices uh uh ryu. shimigami yeah. ryu, ryu the shimigami and so like the first time you hear him and i knew this was gonna happen before i started the movie and i was like oh i'm gonna think of this green goblin which uh, by the end of the movie, it, it didn't bother me. But the yeah. very first time he spoke, he said something like it was kind of menacing, and then I just went Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> so like, out loud to myself by myself, I just went Spider Man. So I feel the same way about Willem Dafoe and everything. Have you ever heard of the movie Antichrist? No. So it's a movie by La- Lars von Troyer, who does really, really, really fucked up movies, and Willem Dafoe stars in Antichrist. Uh, he doesn't even have a name in the movie. There's two people in the movie, him and her. And Willem Dafoe plays the him. I'd say obviously, but if you've watched um, Boondock Saints, you'd know he makes a pretty good her. Um, anyway, the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, when's he going to put the suit on? Because it's like a super fucked up movie. Like It's like about like sexual mutilation and stuff. There's like a a fox that disembowels itself and then goes chaos reigns and like talks. <laughs> so like back when like w- what does the fox say was big, I'd be like chaos reigns. <laughs> like I love I love Antichrist, but it's a super fucked up movie. But like every the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, you're a Green Goblin. I can't even take this serious. But yeah, I uh, just yeah, that was funny. That yeah. was funny to me. I I thought Hamashimigami like as that Shimigami was really cool. No, you look cool. Like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I had, I had a really good Did time. Did he eat a bunch of apples in it? Yeah. Did he tell you why he eats a bunch of apples? No. They, uh, they're like uh, drug to uh, the Shimigami. Okay. So like, he, he's always eating apples in the anime because he's getting high off apples. No, it's just <laughs> it's like- fucking he, awesome. He ate an apple, because like the first time you see him is like in a classroom, and he ate an apple, and then like the next time, he like- light like get, like throws an- like He's in like the closet, and light like puts an apple in front of the closet, and then like backs away. And then there's a part where he's sitting at his like kitchen table just eating a bowl of apples. He looks yeah, they're they're like a drug to him. I've always loved how he looks, but from what I saw in the trailers for Death Note, 
He looks fucking great in that. No, he, he it was like yeah. The movie he's the best. He's the best part of Death Note in my opinion. A lot of people say L's the best part of Death Note, and I get that L's pretty cool. But like, I thought he was cool. I th- I always liked uh, what is it? is it Ryu? Ryuk. 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 I just remember I was just like I said Shimigami guy because Shimigami's fun to say. But yeah, Ryuk was definitely my favorite character in Death Note. It's one of the only animes I watched all of. Yeah, I don't know. It was just cool. It was just like. He was like, I'm going to write your name in the book. And he's just like laughing. He's just like, good luck. My my name's four letters long. And first anybody got was two. He's just, <laughs> si- he's just sitting there and he like puts up two fingers. He's just eating apples. And it's just like an over from like the behind the back shot. I was like, Do they great. explain how the Death Note got to Earth? No. Ryuk got bored. It was- so he went, he was in the room of Shimigami. Ryuk got bored and he went, oops. No, it was just kind of like it. Fell from the sky, and like it was asked where it came from, and he—I don't think he really explained it. He just said that it's passed to people, yeah, he, and he's just like, he's like, either somebody passes, either you can give it to somebody, or you leave it for a week, and then I give it to somebody. Oh, well, in the anime, he got bored, so he dropped his own death note. I mean, I'm sure he was like, "This is gonna be a lot more fun." I'm sure that's what he did because he—he he def- definitely very conniving, and it's yeah. really fun. But like, I definitely, I, I kind of want to watch it. I was, it's not long, and it was, it was entertaining. And I mean, I'm not as attached to Death Note as like the fucking weeaboos are. So it wasn't Dragon Ball Evolutions, and it wasn't Avatar: The Last Airbender. It was pretty good for what it was. Okay, cool. I'm down. Let's uh, let's talk about Portal. Nah, fuck Portal. <laughs> We're talking about Death Note the entire time. Flips the table, laptop and iPad break, the mics go flying. Hey man, when you have no fucking games to play, because all you have is fucking Mario Odyssey, and you at the end of that and don't want to grind coins or try to grind the fucking thing, you go, hmm, what's on Netflix? Hey, Death Note's on Netflix. Let me watch Death Note. Eventually, GLaDOS feels Shell has been useful enough, and she tries to put Shell into a giant pit of burning water. Uh, but Shell is eventually able it to It wasn't escape. water, it was burning whatever. It's a incineration chamber. Oh. I just read it quick as water. Whatever. Excuse me. But Shell is eventually able to escape. Uh, now Shell is behind the scenes, traveling through the empty facility, meaning like behind the normal, like it's all white and shiny and fancy. And she's like, yeah, behind she's the like walls. in the offices and stuff. Yeah. Behind the outside the testing area. Uh, meanwhile, GLaDOS is trying to convince Shell to come back into the testing area uh, through various temptations and insults. Eventually, though, uh, Shell finds uh, GLaDOS's lair. Here, GLaDOS reveals it, that it actually has killed everyone in the facility using uh, neurotoxin, which it then floods the room with. Uh, however, before that happens, Shell removes its personality cores and blows up the entire facility. Outside, um, Shell is dragged back into the facility by a party escort bot. Yeah, so that's literally Portal 1. Yeah, like, literally just like that. Boom. Yeah, that's all of Portal 1. That's the, all the story of Portal 1. Portal 1 was a test game? Yeah. Uh, by a group of students that got hired by Valve, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like, it like wasn't a, supposed to be what it was. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, a fun puzzle game. Oh, you bought the orange box because you wanted to play Half-Life in Team Fortress 2? Let's give you this fun game, too. So See how well it does. Test the waters. And it blew the fuck up, partly because of uh, GLaDOS, 
who I think is a brilliant character. Yeah, uh, really good antagonist. And uh, just like unsettling and kind of cool, but kind of creepy at the same time. Like, just like the, the happy female robot voice. It wasn't even happy. It's like this monotone. Yeah, yeah, that's what like I, that's better. It's it's like this indifference that I really like. But even when she's making jokes, it's like all like the jokes and insults are super dry, which is why they hit. Like I'm I'm really a huge fan of Glados. She's fucking hilarious. Uh, I say it in the, in this a lot to refer to Glados. I have literally no idea what to refer to her as. And with Shell, I thought it'd get mixed up, so I call Glados it a lot. Um, I call Wheatley him, but. I mean, bit of a he's he's got even more fucking personality than Galados. So uh yeah. But anyway, that's all of Portal One. Uh also we've got to mention it's a puzzle game, but like with portals, it's like a physics puzzle game. It's fucking incredible. If you it haven't is. played Portal One, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's yeah. probably a dollar right now. Probably is. Like I'm pretty sure I saw like Valve like Steam was having a sale on it where you could buy both Portal One and Two for three bucks. Like, fucking do yourself that. Yeah. Like, it's that good a game. Just do it. It's three bucks, and I assure you, you will enjoy every minute of it. You probably buy random nonsense for three bucks anyways. Yeah, it's fucking Steam. You probably <laughs> spend that much on PUBG weekly. <laughs> um, so, Shell then wakes up 50 days later in what looks like a hotel room. Eventually, she goes back into stasis, and she, we- she wakes up again at an undetermined amount of time later to a personally personality core named Wheatley waking her up. Wheatley moves the whole room to the main testing facility in an attempt to find the gun that makes holes. And I put that in there because it's an incredible line. Wheatley's voiced by a British comedian. And oh my god, he is so funny. And the fact, like his delivery is flawless along GLaDOS is just as good in this game. But Wheatley's delivery is fucking flawless. And the fact that he goes, we need to find the gun that makes holes <laughs> is just such a good joke. Um, acquiring the portal gun, the pair make their way to the room where GLaDOS was defeated. In an attempt to, to find the breaker for the lift, Wheatley accidentally reactivates GLaDOS, who's pretty pissed, but needs to keep doing science, so she puts Shell back in, into the facility to do more experiments. One of the things not mentioned here is there's a black, like, GLaDOS talks about her, uh, black, her black box, uh, memory recorder or whatever. Basically, the entire time she was deactivated, she had to relive her getting defeated by Shell over and over and over and over. That's insane. It's like, she's pretty pissed. Yeah, that would piss off anybody. So, as you do more experiments in the facility, Wheatley will randomly pop in, uh... Proving that he survived the encounter with GLaDOS. Uh, as GLaDOS hints more and more that Shell's usefulness is coming to an end, Wheatley then cuts the power, cuts down a wall, and helps uh, Shell make a run for it through the halls of a- uh, Aperture Science. Um, now behind the facility, the duo plan and succeed in sabotaging uh, all the turrets and neurotoxins supplies. Hold up. You say turrets weird too. So I know a couple of people who say turrets weird. They call it turrets. Yeah, there's no end. Yeah, so I know a couple of people who throw that end in there. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get it either, because, like, it, there's no end in there. But, like, I know tur- like it doesn't even sound, I like, I don't like to say turrets. It makes me feel physically uncomfortable. I don't <laughs> think it's a bad thing that you say. It. You could say it all you want. But I, like, it's either 
turrets or torrents? I don't know if I'd go torrents. Well, torrents are another thing. Like, yeah, that's an actual word. Yeah, but like, I feel like torrents and turrets, and how you say turrents, are like between it. Yeah, you're right. It's got me fucked up. But like, I had a friend like in high school who said it the same way. Either I tried to make him fix it, but there's no fucking fixing that. It's just like this weird speech thing that people do. Yeah. But like, I like, I just call it turrets. No, I think I'm pretty sure I've always called it Terrence for whatever goddamn yeah, reason. Yeah, dude, it doesn't, like, I don't understand it. I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not bashing you on how you say things. Yeah. Like, we're, we're a podcast. I appreciate how you say things. But it's just, like, a thing I, I just noticed that you also say. So there's, like, multiple people who say it that way. It's got me fucked up. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's weird. And I feel like I usually don't, like... Say things super wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you're with the, a lot of those words, specific like words guy, that can like go either way. This guy in high school couldn't speak for shit. So like, it like okay, it makes sense that you also can't say that word. But like, you're pretty well spoken. Like you say a lot of words right. Like I, like, I mispronounce words a decent amount, but like you it's, say a lot of words it's right. It's probably just like one of those things where like I said it as a kid and nobody ever corrected me, so I just kept saying it and then it just stuck. I don't know. Huh. Like I, I, I feel like I distinctly remember always calling it turns. Like playing Battlefront 2 and going, let me get in no, this no, no. turret. The the original Battlefront 2. Sorry, circa 2015. No, that's the other one. What's the... It's not 2015 either, you fucking idiot. No, 2015's the first one. Oh. You've... The first dice one. What's the... I'm still mad at my brother. 2004. Okay. That's what I meant. So you used to call it that in 2004? Yeah, dude. Wow, that game came out in 2004. It's better than a game that came out in 2017. Yeah, like that was fucking hard. At least I could play the full fucking game in 2004. You right. Without having to spend $2,100. <laughs> Fuck you, EA. To play Darth Vader. To play Darth Vader. Fuck you, EA. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they sabotage the turrets and neurotoxin supplies that GLaDOS uses. Uh, confronting GLaDOS again, the pair find out that they were, uh, successful. However, the announcer for this facility announces that GLaDOS is corrupt and Wheatley is, uh, chosen as the successor. Uh, eventually Wheatley gets put into the body of GLaDOS and starts to move a uh, shell upwards to the surface. Then uh, decide, he decides to lower shell back down as he talks about how great he did. Uh, GLaDOS then taunts him, saying shell did all the work, um, instead of a wheelie. Uh, instead of, yeah. Yeah. Placing GLaDOS into, uh, into a potato to power her, Wheatley, in, uh, enraged, tells Shell that he's in charge now, and that Shell can't order him around anymore. Potatoes um, then reveals that Wheatley is designed to be a moron in order to make GLaDOS, GLaDOS stupider, um, to, to not murder everyone in the facility. Angry at this, he th- throws a fit, and uh, this causes the lift that Shell is on to uh, smash, and throwing Potatoes into... Uh, into uh, the lift and causing uh, everything to fall. Yeah, Wheatley was literally designed to be stupid. Yeah. And it's amazing. 
<laughs> who the, like you just love things that are designed to be morons. He's just designed to be fucking dumb. Like he's literally he's a intelligence dampener is what he's referred to as. <laughs> he is supposed to be attached to GLaDOS to just babble incessantly to make her dumber. Good. It's fucking brilliant. It's fantastic. So Shell wakes up in the bowels of Aperture in the ruins of the old facility. Eventually, she makes her way to the closed-off area of old Aperture, where the pre-recorded voice of the founder and CEO of Aperture, Cave Johnson, starts talking to her. Cave Johnson is the lemonade, lemons guy. I'm sure you know that, because you, you were looking at memes this year, too. Oh, yes. Uh, as Shell goes through the older tests, she is treated to the story of Cor- uh, Caroline, Cave Johnson's secretary, and the story of the original facility. You find out that Johnson founded the company in 1950 as a curtains manufacturer, which made him a billionaire. He then expanded into science in an attempt to compete with Black Mesa from Half-Life. Wow. Yeah, they take place in the exact same universe. Ben Law- uh, between lawsuits for his insane experiments, which, by the way, include making mantis men. Um, which they then have to go kill because they start to overrun the facility. Uh, and the obsession with beating Black Mesa, uh, the company was run into the ground. In 1980, he bought $70 million in moon rocks and ground them up, which proved to be toxic, causing Johnson to fall ill. However, they used the ground up moon rocks as the compound for the surfaces that the portal gun works on. Eventually, Shell finds potatoes and... The duo find a portrait of Johnson where she parrots the parts of Caroline when the pre-recorded voices are playing. Uh, Johnson, as a last-ditch effort at life, went into AI research. He instructs his employees that if he dies before it's complete, then Caroline is to be in charge of the facility and that she can take his place as an AI. It's inferred that this happened and uh, Caroline eventually became GLaDOS. GLaDOS also hatches a plan after seeing a poster about paradoxes. Uh, real quick, there is a deleted audio thing about Carol, like, and I understand why they deleted it, because it's very uncomfortable to listen to, <laughs> of Caroline right before she was turned into Galato saying, I don't want this. Damn. Like, it's really fucked up to listen to, and I was like, yeah, it's a bit rapey. I could see why you didn't put that in the game. Yeah. But, like, it, it's recorded, and you can listen to it. It's in the game files. Uh, and I've listened to it, and I was like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. But it's, I mean, I can see why they also recorded it, too. Yeah, like, I mean, it makes sense. It is the moments before Caroline became GLaDOS. So, pretty rad. Returning uh, back to the main facility, they find it in a wreck. Meltdowns and shit have been happening. Uh, eventually, confronting Wheatley, they uh, present him with a logical paradox which didn't work because he's too stupid for logic to work on him. <laughs> Literally, he, they, because Shell doesn't talk at all, um, at all in any of the games. Uh, GLaDOS needs to present it and then not think about it because she's also a robot. And Wheatley just answers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, to the paradox. Like, he just goes, yes. I mean, no, I mean, yes. Yes, I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> Literally, logical paradoxes don't work on you because you're so fucking dumb. It's so great. I agree. Um, so they eventually get put into new test chambers uh, by him where they find out that there's an addiction component to these tests making the person in charge want to make them harder and harder. 
Eventually, he tries to kill them again. Yeah, it's this weird thing where they talk. It's called, uh, this chapter's called The Itch. Because he keeps trying to make these test chambers to, like, satisfy this itch he has. And, um, like, he'd, like, make a chamber really easy. See a doctor. And it wouldn't do anything. It's literally treated like an addiction. Yeah. Like, and, and like, to, to, I didn't talk about this a lot, but, like, to show how stupid he is, at this point when you come back up there, he's fused the turrets with the companion cubes. <laughs> and they're just walking around asking you to like kill them because <laughs> the turrets are sentient because that was a great idea so they're like walking around asking to die because he's so stupid he just smashed these things together <laughs> it's just it's so good and they like walk like hermit crabs and like hide in the cube that's adorable yeah they're pretty cute um Escaping through the inner facility, they find a room where there's a bunch of corrupted cores where GLaDOS stays to help plan out how they will beat him. Show reaches Wheatley to finally confront him again, and Wheatley tells her the facility will explode in six minutes. During the battle, Shell attaches three corrupt cores to Wheatley, which is where you got the space core from. If you've seen any t-shirts on nerd websites, they have that yellow core from Portal yeah. saying space. Yeah. That's from this. I don't think it's the funniest of the cores, because, but it was obsessed with going into outer space. There's, like, one that thinks it's military, <laughs> but, like, fucking does no idea what it's talking about. And then there's this one, I'll have to read it to you between, like, after we're done recording, because there's a lot of script for it, where it starts, where it just spouts facts that are painfully wrong <laughs> and so fucking funny. That's great. That's my favorite, just hearing this thing yell facts at me that are not right. Um, so yeah, you're attaching these things to him, laughing your ass off while you're doing it. Uh, this causes Wheatley, uh, to be a hundred percent corrupt, uh, allowing the core transfer to happen again. Uh, right before the button to do a manual transfer is pressed, Wheatley blows up the button. This leaves a hole in the roof and using the last of her strength, Shell shoots a portal onto the fucking moon. Because the, the surfaces are made of moon rocks. Yeah. Like, it's so she can do that. The vacuum then causes everything to be sucked into space, including Shell, but she's saved by GLaDOS, who is back in charge. Afterwards, uh, GLaDOS thanks Shell for helping her find her humanity throughout all of this, which was Caroline, and then promptly deletes Caroline from all of her memory banks. <laughs> oh, good. Um, however, GLaDOS is so tired of dealing with Shell she goes, you can just go. <laughs> just get out of my face. Just leave. And then lets her go back up to the surface. Uh, she goes up through an elevator to the surface, and she ends up in this big field with nothing in sight because you have no idea how far into the future she is. You don't know how long she's been in stasis. And um, GLaDOS also spits a companion cube up for you. <laughs> so uh, that's the end of Portal 2. And I, I know there were talks of doing a Portal 3. I don't want a Portal 3. What a great ending to a game. No, yeah, that's... You don't need uh, more to that. And once again, it's the problem with doing this podcast. We're doing, like, overviews of the story and the, the lore for it. It's it's kind of hard to do characters. Um, yeah. And especially in a game that's very comedy-driven, because Portal is a comedy game, in my opinion. It's a comedy puzzle game. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's some of the best dialogue I've heard in a game. Like, there's a reason it got all fucking meme -y. Like, uh, they, the dialogue's hilarious. Like, some of the best dialogue I've heard in a video game. And, and if you haven't played it, again, I, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's a 
great fucking game. I'm curious if I still have it for Xbox 360 because I kind of want to play it again. If you do, you should just give it to me. I'm just play it on Brandy's 360. Yeah, I'll fucking check after this. If not, then I'm sure there's fucking ways to get it real quick. No, oh, yeah. It's not a, at this point, it's not an expensive game to get. No, I'm not um, worried about that. But, yeah, it's spot on amazing. Uh, yeah, so, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this. Uh, there is another character we haven't talked about, uh, and we're not going to talk about, at least not right now, because he has his own comic, he's got comic books, and I feel like talking about him right now is something that we can save for if we want to do something with comic books. But there's a character named Doug Ratman who lives in the walls of Aperture Science. And the comic comics for him are done by Valve, and Valve does a bunch of comics for all of their kind of uh, games. Not all of them. They don't have Half-Life comics, because why the fuck would we continue that story? <laughs> we have uh, uh, Portal comics, which are the Doug Ratman comics, and uh, Team Fortress 2 comics, which are in line with the Overwatch comics, except fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, at some point, I, I'd like to do a, a an episode on like video game comics. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool, and especially considering there's so many of them. Uh, again, they actually have a lot of extended lore in all of them because like the, the uh, like all the comics for Valve are canon, all the ones for Overwatch are canon. Uh, they have Dark Soul comics, which are also considered canon. Like, yo, I'm excited for that Bloodborne comic. Oh fuck yes, yeah. Mm, I'm wet, but <laughs> yeah, I I'm a real big. I I think we should definitely have an episode where we talk about that. And I kind of wanted to save the Doug Ratman stuff for that. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Um, but uh, so if you're wondering why we didn't talk about the Ratman, that is why. Uh, the. Yeah, but the that's about it for uh, what I got for Portal. Portal. But now, uh, if you like, I said, if you haven't played the game, fucking do it. It's worth every cent, even even now, even in our modern day and age. Like the game doesn't thrive off graphics; it thrives off comedy and puzzles. But anyway, as we like to end every episode, Nick, what you been playing? I have been playing some more Pokemon. How is it? Still shrugging along. Good. Changing my team up a bit again. <laughs> what you got this time? Um, so I got, currently I have Primarina, Alolan Marowak, uh, Pissimian. Oh, you did end up getting the Marowak. Dope. Yes. Uh, Pissimian, uh, Serena. Oh, cool. Um, Toxapex. And I did have Zorark, but then I remembered another Alolan form. And now I'm using that. I'm using a Lolan Golem. Huh. Golem. Golem. <laughs> because I was like, one, I think his design looks awesome because he has a goddamn beard. And he's rock electric. And he's like Zorak, his level up move set isn't garbage. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to use a swap it. Golem. It's golem. Golem. Yeah. So I've been trugging along with that. And also, I uh, actually, yesterday, uh, a certain game came in the mail that I bought on Black Friday because it was 25 bucks. Yeah, what game? Near Automata. Near Automata. 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 Fucking love this game. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I what played, you thinking of it? I played like two hours of it last night uh, before I went to bed. Um, and I've, I fucking love this game. We are 100% doing a podcast episode on it. I will, <sighs> Should I pick it up? I, you 
if you want, if you, I mean, I know you if have stuff do to a, play. I, I, I want to do, I want, I've wanted to play near for a bit. I fucking love it. Okay. I it's, trust you. I trust you on this it's shit. It's like future dystopian, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Robots blew up the planet, not blew it up, took over the planet. So you're playing as androids that humans made to clean up the planet before they come back. They're on the moon. Quick lore before we actually do a lore podcast. But um, the, just like it's fun to play. It's made by Platinum Games, who made the Bayonetta games, which I loved the Bayonetta games. Yeah. Um, they're just really fun hack and slash. So, but like it, the game like transitions from like like the Bayonetta like third person hack and slash. You can control the camera to side scrolling hack and slash to top down hack and slash to uh top down bullet hell to side scrolling bullet hell to bullet hell while hack and slashing like the enemies will constantly like shoot bullets and you can also you have like a robot following you that shoots bullets with like one of the triggers while you hack and slash it's pretty fucking it's so fun and then like it's kind of funny because like the robots are kind of funny because they like they like speaking and like the big thing is like oh they're they're speaking lately like the robots have been speaking a lot lately and they like they talk a lot about like do they actually like mean what they're saying or are they just like taking human words and just repeating them um but they'll be like you'll like f- fight a bunch and they'll be like oh god android scary <laughs> and then like there's like one where i had to like you search the desert for like a bunch for like specific ones and then one runs away and you're, like, chasing it. And there's a point where it, like, runs down a corridor. And you have to b- fight a bunch of things. And when you go to chase it again, it comes running at you. And it's going, running away, running away. And it sees you, stops, and goes, oh, no, wrong way. And then turns around <laughs> and, runs and runs the other way. Oh, yeah, I need to pick this up. It's just adorable. It's just so I'm, ha- I'm having a blast. And I can't wait to, like, play it more. Like I said, I only put, like, two hours. I, you fight a robot at the beginning of the game. Like, a massive robot. You have, like, ships. It's like when you do bullet hell stuff, it's like sometimes it's ships. So like there's like ship missions that also turn into like robot kind of like Gundam oh, cool. robots. So you you get a you get that at a point when you're fighting a, a robot and you literally it's like a giant fucking like tanker thing. You literally rip off its arm, it falls into the ocean, you pick it up with like some power, so it's just floating next to you and then you use it to beat the shit out of the robot and win i was like i'm in i just ripped off your arm and beat the shit out of you with it that's pretty rad i'm yeah i'm loving this game yeah so i'm gonna have to pick it up definitely look for a future podcast on near automata because that's absolutely happening (sighs) that's fucking awesome so josh what have you been playing Skyrim for the billionth time (laughs) uh i picked up skyrim for my uh nintendo switch and I, I've, it's been a bit since I've done a, a playthrough of Skyrim. I've decided to do a, um, a battle cat playthrough. So I'm playing a Khajiit and I'm kind of doing a warrior playthrough of it, uh, just to kind of spice things up a little bit. I've done a bunch of playthroughs of Skyrim, but I'm having fun with this time around. I, uh, kind of not embracing the whole dragonborn thing. Uh, I'm going to just say, fuck that. Cause I'm a Khajiit. <laughs> uh, but I am going to do the Dragonborn DLC because I really want to go to Solstheim. So I'm playing through this game and I'm like, man, we could do a lore video about Elder Scrolls. And then I went, no, wait, I've talked to the Elder Scrolls community. 
we can't do a lore video on Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I mean, we S- screw it. We might. It's like, it's it's about up there on my priority list as Metal Gear. Like, <laughs> sure. I'm not gonna say no. I'm gonna say, not right now. Yeah, you're right. Um, maybe. Like, um, eventually. So, so I've been playing that. Uh, I'm just cleaning up uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes too. Which again, just brainless, brainless fun. Like I just enjoy sitting down and just fucking around. Like, oh shit, I can fly around as Beta Ray Bill. Dope. <laughs> Dope. Um, and then the other thing I've been playing is a, it's a mobile game I just picked up, Marvel Future Fight. Yeah. Which I was showing you that. It's just like you it's a mobile game, so there's all this microtransactions and shit, but like it's a free to play. I haven't bought anything yet. But the the big thing for me is like you get to play as a billion different superheroes and like you build teams of three of them and you go and you go fight a bunch of shit and then like it's just fun. You're like leveling up and shit. So like right now my team is um Ghost Rider, like Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, uh Peter Parker Spider Man, and uh what's her name? Jane Rogers, Captain America. So uh they have a lot of like alternate versions of them, so like you can play as uh Johnny Blaze or Robbie Reyes. You can play as Peter Parker, Miles Morales, or Gwen Stacy. You can play as, uh, like for Venom, they have uh, Venom, Agent Venom, and Marvel Knights Venom, or uh, Space Knight Venom. Like They have a lot of different versions of them, and each different version has completely different abilities. Different costumes have different abilities. Like You can get a costume for Ghost Rider that uh, is the Mafia costume from the Adelan Rising series. Uh, like when basically Doctor Doom took over, fucked up everything, whatever. The universes are all collided together. There's like the Ghost Rider that shows up in that a lot is a mafia hitman, and his vehicle is like one of those old mafia cars. Like that's what he's driving around, and he'll like get out of that with like a Tommy gun. It's just like this is our Ghost Rider that we're dealing with. You can play as that Ghost Rider in this. That's great. It's really really cool, and like different skins again have different kind of abilities like that. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of this game. I think I'm going to play it for a while. I, a lot of the guys that I work with uh, also play it. You can have, like, clans and stuff. So, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to play it for a while. Uh, it's uh, a game that... Uh, I'm, I'm not super into mobile games, but this one I'm really liking. Yeah. I just wish it would stop texting me. Can you just turn that off? I can, but it seems like a lot of work. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to leave it on until I get super triggered by it. All right. Good talk. But I, I think that's all I'm playing. I've just been, like, grinding hardcore in Skyrim. But I I, I like Skyrim. I, it's one of those games where I, I feel comfortable always going back to Skyrim. And, it's one and of those I, games that I really should fucking play, but I don't want to spend 60 bucks on it to play on my Switch. I got you. I, will, I have it for a billion consoles. I, I'm fine letting you steal my PlayStation 4 one for as long as you want. All right. Like, I'm, because again, I'm playing it right now on my Switch. Yeah, you like, right. you could steal my PS4 one for as long as you want. It's got all the DLC pre-installed on, uh, on the disc, so you can play uh, Dawnguard and Dragonborn on the DLC, or on the disc, which Dawnguard is all vampire-based. Uh, Dragonborn deals with uh, the original Dragonborn, who, like, sold his soul to one of the Daedric gods. But, like, it's... Oh, God, I like him, too. Yeah, it's cool. Every now and then, like... Because the big thing, the reason you're Dragonborn is because you can steal Dragon Souls. 
Um, so like you'll go and like start absorbing the soul and you'll see it pull off somewhere else and you'll see the original dragonborn standing there having stolen the soul from you and then go into a portal back to like the realm of that Daedric God. He just every now and then steals your fucking dragon soul until you kill him. That's great. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that whole DLC is super Cthulhu. Uh, the, the particular Daedric God they picked, um, is really influenced by Lovecraft. So I'm like, yeah, I need to go back and play. Because uh, the playthrough I did on my PS4, I was like, I downloaded because the PS4 you can get a bunch of mods for us, which you can't. So this is a vanilla playthrough of Skyrim. Um, the the PS4 you can get mods for so I downloaded a bunch of mods making vampires fucking good uh, because normally they're not. So I downloaded a bunch of mods to make them good. So I did a full vampire playthrough and I just sucked everyone's blood and then I got bored. Uh, you can also, uh, I did start a second playthrough on my PS4 because they had a mod to make you Geralt of Rivia. So, uh, it's a preset character where you play as just like, it's one of the clot, like races you begin with. It's like, oh, you can play as a Nord or a Khajiit or an Argonian or a fucking Witcher. And then it's Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, I might do that. So I was like, damn, I'm gonna be Geralt in Skyrim. Let's go monster hunt. I kind of want to do that. No, but I, I would suggest if you haven't played Skyrim before, do the default stuff. Josh, you just told me I could be fucking Geralt. <sighs> I know I did, but I'm really suggesting, like, the default stuff's so cool. Like, Josh. the the races are really cool in Skyrim. But Geralt. Yeah, but you can be an orc. Yeah, but I can be Geralt. Da, 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 <laughs> da, 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 da. Rivia. Rivia, he's not from Rivia, you fucking idiot. You fucking amateur. He's not Rivian. Rivian. He's got a Rivian accent, though. But it's all a facade. Facade. Yeah, it's because Vesemir told him if you uh, have a place that you're coming from, people will be less intimidated by you. So he uh, fully immersed himself in that. So he literally adopted a Rivian accent, but he's been... He didn't... Wasn't born, never grew up in Rivia. He grew up in Kermoran. God, get your fucking Witcher lore down. Jesus. Don't even know what happens to a Witcher. We did a whole fucking episode on it. Oh my god. But yeah, anyway, since you uh, haven't played Skyrim, you should. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a game that has literally persisted for five years. Yeah, I'm convinced it's the... Micro microtransactions of uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. I and you know what, dude, I'll fall in that fucking trap. <laughs> this is the first time I can play Skyrim mobily. Like I love it. See, that's why I wanted on my Switch, but like, it shouldn't be sixty bucks. This game is fucking what, six years old? Uh, six or five or six years. Yeah. Don't release. Don't full price release it again. Like re-release games that they put on the Switch, like the Dragon Ball game. Yeah. It wasn't sixty bucks. Oh really? I didn't notice that. But. Uh, I mean, fucking Mario Kart was. Yeah, well, that's Nintendo. That's like Pokemon was. Again, specific Nintendo. That's gonna sit at sixty dollars for the rest of its goddamn fucking life. I fucking hate Nintendo. I say as I like use their new console to like breaking point. Sales? What are sales? Yeah. We hoard the amiibos. But yeah, I I recommend playing Skyrim. Modless for your first playthrough. I'm gonna mod the fuck out. And then do what I do, and then mod it to the point of breaking. Back when I was playing Fallout on PC, I modded Fallout New Vegas to break. Like, I literally couldn't play it anymore. Good. 
Like I, I was, a, I, I was in a fucking TARDIS. Like <laughs> I couldn't play this game anymore. <laughs> like I was walking around as a ghoul wearing like custom armor. Like one of the one of the armor sets I used regularly was Darth Vader in a TARDIS. Like yeah, should have been pink, pink Darth Vader. Hey, breast cancer awareness, Darth Vader. But, but anyways, yeah, that's 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 me. That's us. Yeah, that's we. That's we. You should check us out on social media. We are on both Twitter and Instagram at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. Send us pictures of your cats. Do it. Please. I like cats. They're really cute. Do it. I watched a five-minute video about how cheetahs in captivity are raised alongside dogs because cheetahs are skittish and have anxiety. Uh, they are the only large cat that doesn't have a fight response. They have a flight response. That's why they're speedy. Yeah, so they um real skittish, and they get raised alongside dogs, which are fucking fearless. And, like, <laughs> they basically, like, set an example for the cheetah. Basically, cheetahs have service dogs, and it was the cutest thing I've ever fucking seen. Send me videos like that on Instagram. <laughs> um, and uh, check us out there. Uh we, and by we, I mean mostly Nick, uh, posts a bunch of stuff about what's going on in our lives when it comes to video games. It'd be fun for you guys to interact with us on that. Yeah. Uh, and if you see someone commenting on that, uh, named the Great Sweaty P, that is me. Yeah. So uh, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. But until next time, we will see you later. Yes. Goodbye. I love you. Hey, welcome to our video game podcast. <laughs> I wasn't planning on starting there. I was going to start with the Destiny thing and then... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> and then I was just going to throw all this on the outtakes. Oh, that's fine, that's fine. Let's do that. <clears throat> oh, my lasagnas. Oh, I just killed War Machine by summoning my bike. I wonder if Reyes calls his car. That'd be dope. That was another dope thing. From just seeing like his car, so I I did a thing where I went ahead and watched every scene with Reyes in it. Uh, I literally just searched YouTube, uh, like on YouTube, Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider, all scenes. First thing that popped up was like ten minutes, and I went, "I'm glad I didn't watch all of this for ten minutes of Reyes." I feel like there's way more than ten. Minutes. It's scenes with him as Ghost Rider, not as him oh, as Reyes. Okay. So like, I saw the scene where like the rocket shoots the car and it flips. And then lands on fire. Yeah. I was just like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking dope. Yeah, I gotta say, it's... That was... Why am I gonna... No, fuck you. I'm not gonna use my rank-up ticket on Iron Man. Go fuck yourself. Hey, I like Iron Man. That's cool. He ain't that good in this game. He's alright, but... Gotta get that Hulk buster. I can rank up you, though. Is that in the movie, too? I feel like I saw a screenshot of that from the trailer. Yep, yep, yep. I just need to like purge the internet. Purge the internet for till May. Oh no, no, no! I can't rank you up. May fourth. When does Black Panther come out? Soon. I feel like Black Panther should be first. I'm gonna rank you up a bunch of times, actually. 
Black Panther. Uh, materials. Released. It's releasing in February? Black History Month. Yes. That's fair. I see you. I guess, I mean, I guess uh, Deadpool was released in February. Mm -hmm. Released on Valentine's Day. Around there. And Black Panther's being released in Black History Month. No, that makes sense. Like... It's just like it's just like one of those things. It's where, a Marvel movie. It's gonna do good. The worst Marvel movie does good. Yeah, you're right. It was just like it's just weird because I I expect like Marvel movie in May, Marvel movie in July, Marvel yeah. movie in November. They're they're trying to hit their target audience hard. I, that's fine. Power to them. Like I'm super excited for that movie, and I hope it does well. Oh, it's gonna do well. I'm fucking. I I'm so in on Black Panther. Like that movie's gonna be fucking rock. Rock my socks off. You know what I still have to say? What up? Justice League. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I have a, a half day Friday and a half day Saturday. I might go then. But There's yeah. like so many movies from this year that I want to see that I just haven't. You know, that's my life. <clears throat> we should just spend December doing that. Movie month? No, because here's my thing. I'm finally watching TV. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like I ain't about to like stop to go watch a bunch of movies. I do that the rest of the year. See, I'm like kind of caught up with my TV. Dude, I'm watching Candle Cold, or not Candle Cold, I'm watching uh, Channel Zero right now. Like, you ever hear of that? No. So it's done by the Sci-Fi Channel, and it is season-long adaptations of Creepypasta. <laughs> it's like season one's Candle Cove, season two's No End House. And like, I love old-school, like, shit Creepypasta. I think it's, like, if it's, like, these real famous ones, they're done awesome. So I'm, like, watching the first one, I'm like, this is fucking sick. There's, like... A thing in there. It's one of the like. It has nothing to do with the creepypasta. Like the creepypasta is used as kind of like a uh, framework, yeah. and then they make a story around that. But like, there's this thing. It's just a giant, like not a giant man, like a kid-sized thing made of teeth. It's like a kid made of teeth, like just individual teeth. And it just makes this clicking noise. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this. It's so cool. It like just looking at it, I'm like, "You're awesome." Because <laughs> like, I, I was hanging out on Sunday with a couple people, and we like we're trying to find something scary to watch. And I was like, "Let's let's." We, I was on literally on the PlayStation Store. I was like, "Let's see what's on here." And it was like both seasons of Candle of uh, Channel Zero for like ten bucks. I went, "Yeah, I could do that." <laughs> so I bought them both, and we watched all of like Candle Cove. It was only like six episodes, and I was like, "Damn, that was fucking cool." Is this what TV is like now? Because if so, like, last time I legitimately sat down and watched a TV show was Walking Dead Season 2, and it was the worst experience of my life. Well, you watched Season 2. Not saying that it's my favorite show, but you watched Season 2, and yeah. that was not... It was bad. And then I was like, I think, well, not 100% sure. I did watch Stranger Things. But, like, I was kind of strapped to a chair to watch Stranger Things. Didn't regret it, but, like, didn't want to be there. Yeah. So, I, uh... Yeah, I I was like, if TV, if this is like a sci-fi show, like a sci-fi show, who like notoriously makes the worst fucking things ever, <laughs> like if I if this is what a sci-fi show is, I should probably watch those Netflix series. No, you really should watch all the Marvel. Like I said, I just finished Punisher, and it's one of my favorite out of all of them. I'm just, I'm just so like good. debating whether I really want to watch Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I think it. I think. Luke Cage is actually good. It's just its own thing. It's not. It's more like 
I guess crime drama ish. I guess you want to put it. So I feel like you would like it. it. I still think it's on the lower end compared to like Daredevil season one and Jessica Jones and now Punisher. Um, like Iron Fist is also at the low end. I think Defenders was fun. It was short, kind of, um, but it was fun to watch them all in a rack. I don't think you'd get you definitely would. I don't think would be super lost if you didn't watch those two. I don't know. And then went straight into Defenders. I know I need to see Jessica Jones. You should watch Jessica Jones. Should I watch Jessica Jones? When did Jessica Jones come out? Between Daredevil seasons one and two? I feel like, the, I feel like yeah. I feel like it went Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Daredevil 2. Yeah, I think it went Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Daredevil 2, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, Defenders. Punisher. Yes. Okay. And Daredevil season two is good. But it's it is, good because of the Punisher, right? It is amazing when it deals with the Punisher. It is okay when it deals with Elektra. That is that sounds about right. I don't give a fuck about Elektra. I really don't either. <laughs> and, and like I know it's important to Daredevil, so they kinda have to do it, but like God, I wish that entire season was just him versus Frank Castle. Like, cause goddamn was like every episode with like Um the Punisher in it just fantastic especially like the one where it's the punisher and kingpin because kingpin was great in oh season yeah one. D- season one that the best episode of season one was the episode that dealt with wilson fisk's past yes like kingpin was why i kept watching daredevil he was the best like i Oh, I still have goosebumps when I think about it. The end of season one, where he's talking about the the story of the Good Samaritan, and then like he's like, "I'm I'm not this man or this man or this man. I'm the ill intent in the story." I just like still have goosebumps when I think of that. It, it just blows my mind that like out of all Marvel, like the movies and the Netflix shows, I think the two best villains are. The Purple Man the and Purple Kingpin. The Purple Man and Kingpin. Yeah, that's what I've heard everyone say. The two best villains are Purple Man and Kingpin. Like, which is just obsc- an obscure thing to say, but goddamn, is it true? Yeah. And maybe because they have more time to spend on them, but. <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing? That's, it's it. my job to make gross, guttural human noises on this podcast. You cannot have bodily functions on this podcast. My job. I had a tickle in my throat. Well, good. Fuck you. Excuse the fuck out of me. Well, you're fucking excused. Thank you. You're welcome. My hair is doing a thing right now. I, it's, you got a little curl on top. There's just bouncing every time you move your head. Dude, I had a damn haircut. You do. Or I'm going to just grow it out like I did last year. It is, nope. by the way, officially, as of today, it has been a year since I cut my hair. Wow. How do you feel? <laughs> Literally the exact same as a year ago. Uh... A little bit sadder, but, like, not about the hair, just in general. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been a year since I cut my hair. Dude, I'm never going back to long hair. I don't give a shit. Me fucking either, man. It's, it's like, I can't, it blows my mind how, like, I used, you used to have, like, such long hair, and then now it can get literally to a fraction of what it used to be, and I freak the, the fuck this out. This is like, too I'm long like, for me I'm right like, now. it's too long. I need to, it's, I'm going insane. Like, I feel, like, I feel gross. I feel nappy. I feel... Like, mine is, like, the, the my sides because of how I get my hair cut. Like, it looks like the, the top is always longer than the sides. So what happens is, like, my top right now is long enough so that I can, like, put it down. 
like it's fine the way like I could do this and it's fine. But the signs are growing out like fucking Albert Einstein <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, dude, I feel you. Like I just like get like I'll like take off my glasses and I'll just feel all the hair move over here and I'm just like fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this shit. So yeah, I need a fucking haircut. I need to text Nate. Yeah, you're right. Shout out to Nate. I know you don't listen to my podcast yet, but you should. You're the fucking shit, and you cut my hair, and we need to hang out more. Uh, see, I make the noises. Yeah, I know. Helps chill. Huh? Helps chill. Oh, is that all right? Yeah. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. I'm trying to find the exact moment I fell asleep. It's coming up, because you can tell. Is the word potatoes is spelled weird? No, it's actually, that's spelled weird on purpose. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, it's a, okay, it's a, oh, again. Yeah. That's the only one I saw. I don't know why that one's not underlined then. That one's fine. If you put it here, God for fucking bed. I don't know why either. It's actually, like, above it. Like Fucking Gulak's gonna fucking have your head. Um, Mr. Fix It. I fix good. Mm, fix it. Fixing all the girls in the neighborhood. I'm Mr. Fix it. Mm. I fix good. Mm. I love that song. That song is super sexist. <laughs> Yo, Future Fight's texting me again. One of the, I guess the writer of the Bloodborne comic says he's put uh, 200, like somewhere around 200 hours into the game. That just makes me happy. It's the like, kind of person like, I want to yeah, be writing like, these comics. It's like so the weird. Dark Souls comic shit. So like, yeah. God bless. Excitement. I'm so hyped. Damn, I just stared deeply in your eyes when I said that. You did. Are so you hot? Yeah. Are you like aroused? I am. Cool. We should. Uh, want to go upstairs? Yeah, we should smooch. Fucking. Bray. <laughs> Bray. <laughs> <laughs>